getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. Getting to like you. Getting to hope you like you. Welcome to Getting to Know Woo. I'm Natasha Levenger, a professional intuitive reader, energy healer, and inner child healing expert. After being raised with extreme narcissism, I found talk therapy was helpful, but it wasn't until I found energy and inner child healing that I was able to break free of family patterns that cut me off from knowing and loving my true self. I'm passionate about dispelling the rhetoric that these kinds of tools are impractical and ineffective. And in this podcast, I will be sharing how actually beneficial and transformative they are. My husband and producer, Brett, will be joining me in conversation, and we will be welcoming experts along the way. I'm excited to have you here. What's up, Woozers? What's up, Wooligans? <laughs> Bringing that one back. Remember it was a thing. I didn't remember it either until I was making our um, ad the other day. Ah, yeah. We will have a little trailer at the top of the. I guess it's just on Apple Podcasts, probably. Uh, no, Spotify does it. Too. Oh, great! Hey, this is a great um, little segue into telling people we'd love it if you would rate and review our pod. If this is the first time listening. You can, I will allow it for you to listen through the whole episode and then go rate. Oh, I was like, I'll allow it if you <laughs> just go do it now. Oh, okay. And like. You'll allow that. Pro- probationary okay. I don't know if people rating. realize that when you rate and review a podcast, the hosts have to allow it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I full disclosure yeah. here. I rated a bunch of podcasts oh, yeah. mm-hmm. before I had permission, oh, and it was God. really embarrassing. Wow, it was really That's embarrassing. Awful. Yeah, but you guys have blanket permission. Oh, yeah. Anybody Just listening? Go ahead, actually. Yeah, only with the five star reviews, though. If it's I mean, anything I'm... less than that, you will need our permission. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm so yeah. sorry, sorry to say that, but. Um, anyway, yes, that is something in all seriousness, we appreciate you, we value you, and it helps us so much. Any hoosers, we're so excited to have Kirsten Hathcock on the show today. She's the author of the book, Little Voices. Um, she's a medium. Wow. This conversation was such a great follow up to our last episode where Brett uncovered his... (laughs) revealed his new psychic (laughs) skills which was very exciting um so it was really interesting to talk to her because she um just like the three of us all have these abilities and well and she also came to it unexpectedly oh right yes yeah but we will get to that first i also we're and we'll do a quick update last time we asked people to email us you were practicing Mm. your skills and we got a lot of emails and you did them all yeah i'm done practicing now (laughs) (laughs) It, it is a lot of work yeah there's a surprisingly heavy energy cost for Mm. like physically for me right now mm-hmm. and i I'm, I'm hoping that like working well, out which yeah. i do all the time is uh <laughs> that it'll get better that i'll like increase my energetic mm-hmm. stamina well i have been teaching you a, has it helped at all the like yes. the stuff i've yes. taught you and i didn't tell you this today but i'm teaching a class of this you know in psychic development mm-hmm. and today i um 
have all the classes outlined. It's, oh. I, yeah, I just, I, through doing this, I, it's going to be an eight-week class. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm so excited about it. going to pre-record the first part so people can, like, learn it on mm -hmm. their own, and then every week there'll be a live element to practice. It'll be like a lecture and a lab. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it's a lot like chemistry yeah. or any other science. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, but so that will help you too. Yeah. Because there's a lot of ways where you're caught, where there's too much of an energetic cost, like you can feel drained. Yeah. Yeah. But it is helping. It is. Oh, it's already much better. Oh, yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, but it's still work. Yeah. Like, even though it's fascinating and fun, it still yeah. works. Yes, it is. Um, and I just, I want to say just thank you to the response that we've had from listeners yes. uh, about that episode. It was really validating yeah. and like felt very nice to have people appreciating yeah. that episode in particular. Yeah. And thank you to people who sent me their pets to practice on, not yeah. their actual pets. <laughs> they that came in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was really sweet to hear from everybody. And you got a lot of really a lot of validating feedback. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And we did it together. That was part of the way that we did it just so that like I could tell him no, yes, but it was basically, it was really actually interesting for me because I never do that with people anymore. When I was learning, I did. You but mean like, looking like at shadowing the same them thing. sort of? Yeah, 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 looking at the same thing. And it was really interesting because we were getting the same information, but it was just through your lens. Yeah, like yeah, you would, yeah. So it was like we were like saying the same thing, but in different ways yeah. a lot of times. Yeah. And then there was one dog who didn't like men. So the way that you've been <laughs> looking, so, so the way that I look at animals or anybody is like, I don't energetically approach them, but you have more of an interactive yeah. Technique. Yeah. Style. I mean, that, I mean, I don't know if I can call it a technique yet, but well, the definitely think... that's how I picture it is that I'm yeah. talking to them. Right. So as a result of the way you did it, you could tell that this one dog was a little bit tentative <clears throat> about men because mm -hmm. you went up to her and yeah. she was like, mm, I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. It wasn't me terrible. Some but... Side eye. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I wouldn't have known that, at least not immediately, because. One, I'm a woman, but also because uh, I wasn't, I was just observing her right, from afar. Right, right, instead of, yeah. Yeah, but her. otherwise we did get the same information. Yeah. So that, Yeah, it was yeah. very, very exciting. Yeah, it was really fun. I hope I didn't sound like rude or anything. I'm not trying to be like, don't send us any animals oh. anymore. I was just <laughs> feeling protective of your energy, but we were so grateful yeah, for definitely. everybody that wrote in, like truly. Um, yeah, no, it was not an way. annoyance or anything. Oh my yeah, God, it was, it was great. Yeah, really, it was so really great. Thank you so it. much. I just was saying like, that was it. Maybe we'll <laughs> Drawing do something a later. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I also wanted to say it was my birthday uh, as we record this yesterday. I think this will come out Thursday, but I'm doing a little Substack birthday special to celebrate my birthday for you. <laughs> I'm getting 54% off an annual subscription which is a lot. Yeah. And when you um, subscribe for the year, I, I you always get all the newsletters, um, but I offer medit meditations and classes and you, you get all the back, the history of whatever I've yeah. offered. Yeah, So Well, um, and monthly subscribers get that too. Um, yeah, whenever you become a paid subscriber, you get right. all the benefits yep. from that point and everything before. And I just heard from someone today um, 
who told me they love my morning and evening meditations, which was great to hear. And that is something that you get when you're a paid subscriber. And that's something that I think is so helpful to have just like a morning and evening meditation that you can go to. That's something that people have been asking me for. And I finally did it and so yeah. yeah so anyway it's 54 percent off so it's like 27 something for the year and that's from now until i guess sunday night yeah and yeah that's mm-hmm. the situation so thank you and uh i love writing that newsletter and i appreciate the free and the paid subscribers yeah Um, Before I read Kirsten's bio, I just wanted to give a little trigger warning that we do talk about some sexual abuse. Um, So if that is a trigger for you, please protect your mental health and um, don't listen. (laughs) You can go to the end if you like. I mean, it's only in a portion of it, but I, you know, I don't want you to happen across that if that is a trigger for you. Yeah, I would also just add trigger warnings for I we mention some bad things happening to kids oh yeah because she sees she sees dead, dead kids. children yeah. yeah um and mention of an abusive relationship as yeah. well it's actually a very light and as much as it can be <laughs> inspiring <laughs> interview but um still if any of that is a trigger for you please protect yeah. yourself and you can fast forward or uh, we'll put timestamps in the in the show notes this week so you can skip okay uh, skip past it okay great okay so to most who know kirsten she's a tv marketing exec and tedx speaker turned shark tank winning self-taught carpenter and furniture designer who built an internationally known kids furniture company called mod mom furniture out of her la garage behind the scenes however she privately struggled to survive and heal from childhood sexual abuse and narcissistic abuse all while grappling with newfound intuitive abilities that led her to pen her debut memoir little voices shortly after inking a traditional publishing deal kirsten co-founded a nonprofit with retired nypd Detective Mark Pucci. The organization helps crime victims and their families. Hey, Kirsten, thank you so much for being here. I almost mispronounced you because we were just talking <laughs> off, off mic about all the different ways to mispronounce your name, and I almost did it. But That's I okay. said it right, right? I said it right. <laughs> you did. You okay. did. But even if you didn't, it's all good. You're very, that's that's impressive having that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I'm so excited to talk to you. You know, I'm, I've been a big fan for a long time and oh, um, it's you. it's really thrilling to be able to be on your show. So thanks oh, for Oh, thank you. Nice. Yes, we have a mutual uh, friend and this has been a long time coming. We've been talking about having you on so you have a a is it a memoir is that the correct it is yeah it is a memoir doubting Mm -hmm. everything right now what's happening (laughs) what's what's going on with the moon i'm like is anything do i say your name right what's okay um and yeah it was a it's such a compelling read i i texted you when i started reading it because we were right in the middle of a move and um i just picked it up and i was like flying through it um despite all of the pressures happening in our life um but so can you tell i'm gonna let you tell 
I mean, yeah, we'll just kind of pipe in, of course, and interrupt you. But um, I'm realizing any kind of um, recap would just be recapping your own story. So I'm going to let I'm going to let you start with. Okay, that sounds great. No, thank you so much. And I have to tell you, that meant so much to me. I think you even might have been taking a bath or something. I got a text from you and you said, I'm in the bathtub. I just have to tell you, I really love this. So uh, so my story is, um, you know, it's one of those stories that I'm hearing more and more similarities, you know, with other folks out there in the world about Mm -hmm. folks who have come into their intuition later in life. Mm -hmm. And that was me. I grew up in Ohio. My dad was a football coach. My mom was a teacher. Um, I didn't really believe in woo-woo, so to Mm -hmm. speak, at all. Um, Mm -hmm. I was just very much like, well, you know, I think there's a higher power, but we didn't really go to church. I just Mm -hmm. kind of just thought, you know, life is what you see in front of you. And that, that was the way that I operated for most of my life until I was 36. Mm. Um, when I was little though, when I, now that I can think back, there were a lot of moments that I didn't necessarily connect the dots, you know, where I was at a funeral and I was saying, you know, there's grandpa in the corner. No, honey, grandpa's dead. Oh, wow. oh no, he's in the corner. And so, right. <laughs> so when you, um, do you actually see you see dead people? I do see dead people. Okay, because yes. um, I oh, yeah. this is like the sixth sense. <laughs> because I can I communicate with dead people, but mm-hmm. I don't see a visual. I you know it, it has morphed over the years. I'm 50. Oh. I just turned 50, and it mm-hmm. all kicked up in a very big way at 36, um, which yeah. I'll tell you a little more about. But yeah. it has morphed. Like in the beginning, I felt like uh, I had to sort of be hit over the head with it, which Um, is why I think I was seeing so much outwardly. um, I still see outwardly, but more so it's like a movie in my mind. Okay. That's That's very interesting. Yeah. Right. I know. And I, you know, honestly, coming from a very scientific background, you know, I was the the kid always doing all the research. I love empirical research. I trusted everything I could see and I could put in a data table, mm-hmm. even though I'm not really a math nerd at all. Uh, but that what was is really your, what it was. By the way, what do you know your astrological makeup? Is? I kind of know it. I really need schooling on this. I'm a Virgo. Oh, okay. Uh, well, my... that's all I needed to really. Okay, good. <laughs> I was like, there's got to be a Virgo rising or something in there with your. Yes. Somebody referencing data tables. Yeah, yes, well, yes. especially so... not being into math and then also, mm-hmm. but also being into data tables. That's very Virgo. I have, a, yeah, a very strange mix of, because I'm also a graphic designer and an artist. And oh. so I have a weird mix of of both analytical, you know, in the, in the creative side. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so I ended up basically kind of pushing all that away. I think I just shut it down at the age of nine. Yeah. And it went away my whole life until I was 36. And then mm-hmm. out of the blue, all of a sudden I started seeing and hearing children in spirit, uh, mostly kids who wow. were, you know, running through my house, who were wow. in the garage with me while I was building furniture because I'm a, I'm a self-taught furniture designer and carpenter. And um, that's what I was doing at the time. And so, you know, of course, naturally, I was like, this has got to be the polyurethane that I have been. (laughs) Yeah, there's nothing real about this. This is just I've I've been breathing too much. Um, And (laughs) turned out it wasn't. It wasn't that. So so you were seeing again, you were seeing. Yes, I was seeing. I was hearing. That's scary. It was very scary. I honestly really thought I was losing my mind. And, you know, it was very much a, the case where 
I'm, I'm seeing, I'm hearing, I'm feeling, and I'm smelling all at the same Wow, time. it So was it all was, just turned up. yes, in a big way. I have I couldn't, read your book, by the way, but I feel like I'm hearing it for the first time. oh, I So love I'm like, it. oh, <laughs> okay, well, go on. it's been a <laughs> while too, yes, you know, it has, it's been a while. it has. So I ended up, um, you know, not basically kind of keeping it all that quiet, except for I told my husband, I was very lucky and that my children are also highly intuitive. So when I started to see spirit walk across a room, I would notice that our oldest daughter, who is um, transgender, uh, she would see spirit move too, and her head would move. Now, we Wow. wouldn't really talk about it, but I noticed that she was noticing something too. How old And there was were moments, she at the time? yeah, I'm sorry? How old was she then? She was Or 10. Yeah, she was 10 at the time. And did you um, ask her? You didn't ask her like, oh, did you just see that? in the beginning, I didn't because I was scared. I was really Oh, scared oh, and yeah. I didn't want to do anything, you know, to, to make her feel nervous either. Yeah, Like yeah, if she that would have makes felt sense. that for me, Yeah. it took a little bit for me to get the courage to actually talk to her about it. Um, she started having night terrors and there were, there were a lot, you know, a lot of things happening at the time. But mainly, I was really relieved because my husband and I were laying in bed one night and he said, do you see that girl in the corner with the long, dark hair? Yes, I And remember. I said, Yeah. I do. I talked to her today. And, and then I just hugged him. I was like, thank God you can see her. <laughs> You know, I know he's not crazy, so that must mean I'm not crazy. <laughs> by the Maybe transition a little crazy. to being crazy <laughs> <laughs> that's Maybe a little wild crazy, but... though that he could see too Yes, and he has a highly intuitive as well. Like we're both artists, we're both creative, you know how that lineage goes, right? yeah You're, you're typically kind of dialed up a little higher. He doesn't necessarily see the way I do. His gifts normally manifest in more of a, like a clear cognizant, like a knowing yeah something's gonna happen. Uh, yeah but in that moment, it was as if they were helping him see so I could also see. That's And really beautiful. yeah, it was beautiful. But the question remained, okay, I'm getting all these kids are coming to me. And some of them wanted me to pass messages to, you know, loved ones that I knew. So I did Wow. with much trepidation. Yeah. I was terrified, but I thought, okay, I'm going to test the waters here. Yeah. Um, I also started to notice that there was a trend. A lot of the children had been sexually abused in their lifetimes. Some of them had been killed by predators. Oh my So, god, right? right? You really had quite an intense uh awakening, so to speak. Like it's yeah, I did. it's interesting because just a quick side note, Mm -hmm. um, Brett has recently opened up to being able to read energy now. So it's Oh, that's interesting awesome. that your husband could all of a sudden and that like yeah that it's um but that would be really scary so I'm just like newly um I don't want to say it sounds like I don't like it but I was going to say dealing with Brett <laughs> um having his having this open up but it would be really scary I think if like it was dead people that want that were murdered and children Yes. I mean that's the most intense yeah Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and again, I kept it very quiet for like three years because I, first of all, it's easier to be the woman who built a furniture company 
out of her garage and went on Shark Tank and won a deal. You know, it's like it's so much easier to be that person than it is to come out and say, hi, I talk to dead people as well. And I'm working on murder cases. So, yeah, it was that that was you did just like slip past that very quickly. But yes, you did (laughs) go on Shark Tank and got a deal. I mean, that's huge. And yeah, yeah, that is like very, of course, like the dream, you know, like uh, how what we would all recognize as being that. And then then having psychic gifts is it is scary to like come out of the broom closet. Yes, absolutely. I like the broom closet. I'm going to have to use that. (laughs) I didn't make that that. up. That's that's the thing for which it's a real thing. It's a real Mm -hmm. issue. Like people have witch wounds and are. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so that is like, yeah, scary thing. Okay. Go ahead. I love that. No, and I honestly do believe in past lives. I know that mm-hmm. I have done this in multiple lifetimes. Mm-hmm. You know, now that I've been doing this for as long as I have, it's all kind of come together for me. But it took a lot of digging and trusting. And yes. but the main the main issue was me just trying to figure out, okay, why are all these kids coming to me? What's the deal? Yeah. And then once I got enough confidence, I started to I was being guided to different police detectives around the country on specific cases. And were they like open to it? Like, did you call them or what happened? God, they were open to it. And, you know, by that time, I think it was about two years in. And by that time I felt like, okay, I can trust this because I've gotten enough validation from the folks that I have passed messages to. So there's something real about this. And I just asked my guides and my team around me and I said, listen, you know, guide me to the right people. If you want this information out, guide me to the right people. And I, I will do that. So I reached out to different detectives. One, I ended up even founding a nonprofit with, uh, who's a retired NYPD detective. Um, but I, yeah, but that was not really the first thing that I thought about doing. Mainly I was just thinking I need to pass this information. Yeah. After I started passing the information and getting validation on a lot of what I was sharing, um, I started having visions of myself mm. and I could see little Kirsten and I could tell that I was getting like flashes, like a belt buckle, mm. uh, a tent, a bathroom. And I would sort of recognize it, but sort of not recognize it. At the same time, I'm thinking, well, I don't have a lot of memories of my childhood. Why mm. don't I have a lot of memories of like, I could remember what I see Yeah. in yeah. my picture books, you know, in the photo albums, but that's, yeah. that was kind of it. Yeah. So I ended up basically realizing because the children, you know, were coming to me to help them, but actually they were turning it around and helping me. Mm, And they were showing me that I was a childhood sexual abuse survivor at the hands of my uncle. Yeah, that's so awful. Right. But but so when you realize that, Mm -hmm. um, what was that process like? Was it was it maybe like you were saying helped by being in touch with all of these children that had also survived it or it was helpful it was helpful to know that what I was seeing wasn't made up wasn't my imagination and I think that had I not had the experience of being a medium for three years prior you know to having for them to reveal what they were trying to reveal to me I wouldn't have believed it I just would have been going on with my normal life you know Um, so that was the piece that helped the most and it also just helped me make sense of it um I did not do well 
in the after healing part, mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is part of what my book is about, which mm -hmm. was um, blowing up my marriage, going down the road of um, falling in love with, unbeknownst to me, a predator. Oh, God. It was very full circle. Do you feel, though, that you blew up your marriage or do you feel like um, having more aware, like you mm -hmm. were noticing truths or something or like, yeah. Yeah, you know, that that's the beautiful part. Little Voices is actually a love story, and it's mm. not the love story with the predator. Um, <laughs> what you yeah. do find out, spoiler alert, is yeah. um, my husband and I did get back together. We were separated for three years, but um, yeah. we both had a lot of healing and growing to do. And there was so much that, you know, we didn't realize how codependent we were. Right. We didn't realize, you know, talk about like all the work that you do about, you know, healing your inner child. Like there was right. so much that both of us had to do. Yeah. So it was actually a lot of speaking truths that I hadn't done yeah. before. Well, I and didn't I, want you yeah. to say like you blew up your marriage because also I feel like that happens a lot with women yeah. specifically. Like we get blamed for um breakups even when oh, there's yeah. like two sides to the story always Thank you. <laughs> yeah so Thank and you. I and I do think there was there's like you had increased awareness I'm not saying like you mm -hmm. handled everything perfectly but it's just like you know you had increased awareness he had increased awareness it was like this yes. is what happened sometimes that's what happens when yeah. you um yeah Oh, I keep saying that word awakened, <laughs> right. but like awaken to more of yourself. Absolutely. And, and honestly, we, we now look back, I mean, there are definitely parts of it we wish we could not have gone through, right. but we both say that it was such a, it's a blessing to be honest with you. Our marriage is better than ever. Yeah. Um, we are very open and honest with each other. Um, I just adore him oh, and, you know, so I, yeah, I feel very lucky that I'm in that position, but yeah. thank you for saying that. I'll be honest with you there. I have been on a few podcasts where I have just been skewered. Are so you it's serious? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Even by people I trusted. Yeah. So I, oh. I that means a lot to me for you oh, to say good. that, to see both sides. Well, yeah. I see this happening a lot, like mm -hmm. even in, you know, marriages where, someone where let's say the woman cheats it's like mm -hmm. it doesn't happen out of nowhere like I mean I've unless maybe I mean not always but I'm saying I have seen that happen yeah. too where it's like I have clients and or friends who have like the other the man wasn't taking responsibility for yeah. so much was yes. like even emotionally borderline abusive and mm -hmm. then you know the woman cheated and again mm -hmm. not that's not in an ideal world, that wouldn't have happened. But it's still right. like two, it's neither one of them were behaving and, you know, perfect. Right. So it's just like, I think women are really often scapegoated for that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. I really do. My Thank little you. soapbox there. It makes me so <laughs> angry. Yeah, really, well, I won't go further. <laughs> it's just like cheating is like supposed to be the worst thing in the whole world. But it's, it's all, it, there's a symptom for it. Anyway, okay. Thank, so, you. Thank you. <laughs> so I guess where should we go from here? I'm thinking like, yeah, you can. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So once I figured out that I was, you know, I was a childhood sexual abuse survivor, I went into that analytical mode and I was like, okay, I'm going to therapy. I'm going to talk mm. it out and I'll be yeah. fine. Check, check, check. <laughs> right. Not understanding, You're of weak. course. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I got this. It's fine. Um, again, go down the rabbit hole unbeknownst to me, I'm really feeling like, you know, I'm drawn to this person that 
you know, when I when I compare them, he is basically my uncle. I just didn't uh, realize that little Kirsten was driving the bus at that yeah, point. You know? Yeah. Um, so I, all of that was happening during that time period. What was so fascinating is I was still working with cops on cases and I was um, I was out. You know, I was out as a medium at that point, but I've always mm -hmm. just done it on a volunteer basis. I've mm -hmm. always just heard, you know, you're supposed to tell your story um, and, you know, this will all kind of happen for you in a different way hmm. than a traditional medium, which is exactly um, how it's gone for me. Oh, you mean you heard that from your guide? From my guides. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry for my guides. So I so I just trusted that um, during that time period, the kids who came in to show me the messages about, you know, what had happened to me when I was a child, mm. about six months into that horrible relationship that I was in, I was starting to get messages from them and they were saying things like, this isn't what it seems. Mm. By the end of it, they were saying, get the restraining order now. Wow. You have to call the cops now. Mm. You know, it, it had escalated to that point. Yeah. And so, wow. you know, again, they helped pull me out. So here wow. I am thinking I was helping them, yeah. but yet they saved, they really did save my life wow. in so many ways. Wow. Um, and they're still around me. I still, I do a lot of volunteer work still. Um, Detective Mark Pucci and I co-founded oh, a nonprofit yeah. where we help families, you know, with missing loved ones. And yeah. Um, so so I, did you feel, how do you think it was them saving you in this way that helped you to embrace your abilities? Or, it was. Yeah. So it was just like so obviously helpful that that helped you to trust and to like embrace absolutely mm -hmm. and i think that you know i think as a childhood sexual abuse survivor unfortunately right your compass is blown up oh yeah when you're a kid like that mm -hmm. right you don't have any trust in yourself because i trusted my uncle and i was between the ages of three and six when he did oh, when he raped me God, and did. so, so awful. i just grew I up i mean any people, age would be awful, right but. any age but oh <laughs> yeah. my gosh yeah. Um, but I grew up as a people pleaser. So all I was doing was constantly making sure everybody else was okay. Right. And so yeah. what it gave me were these skills to hone, like, oh, I have chills on my left side. Okay. That means this. Oh, I have, so I was able okay. to learn how to trust myself. Wow. So That's you had like remarkable. that kind of, yeah, specificity, yeah. like you would start to notice. Yes. This is why in our last episode, we were talking with to, I was interviewing Brett about oh, great. His, yeah, about his abilities. And part of what we were saying is like, um, everybody has it. Everybody has mm -hmm. intuition, not in the specific way. Everyone has it in a different way. Mm -hmm. um, but it is important because we can't see it. It is important to get that validation. Like that's how you start to trust yourself, which is yeah. interesting because like you... Yeah, it, actually, I'm having so many thoughts at once because <laughs> like, there's so much about there's like personal healing. I talk about this all the time lately, but there's personal healing, which Western, the whole Western thought is really all about the personal, but the relational and community healing are so important. And this way of embracing our intuition really requires both. It requires trusting yourself enough to like say it, note it, believe in it. And then other people being like, yes, I yeah. see it too. This is happening too. It's like, that's, I love that. <laughs> I know me too. And you know, the other thing that I think, and I don't know, Brett, if you can, if you feel this way, but, um, 
in the beginning for me, the validate, I had to have the validation. Like that was key for me to know that yeah. okay, this is really real. Yeah. Um, but then there's a point, right? Where in when, if you actually study mediumship and do all that jazz, that they start to say like, well, you don't need validation. You just need to, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know, you just need to, in and it gets really confusing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am not at the point where I don't need validation for sure. Like this, this is all very, very new to me. And the, and the validation is a, is a huge part of it because I, there's just so much, there's so much messaging in our culture that like you're making things up. It's just a thought in your, like you, that's just your subconscious or whatever that learning to trust that is, is, um, I, is I, if, if it's not impossible without validation, then it certainly would be a lot more difficult. I feel the same way. And honestly, I will never not need validation. You know, I, <laughs> I will always need validation. And, um, you know, sometimes that's hard. I'll pass a message to someone and, you know, it'll be three months later mm. that they'll write me and say, this finally, this makes sense now. I do mm. preface things with, listen, sometimes this message will be for the future. Sometimes it's a pet, something in the past you haven't remembered. So mm. I try to, you know, make sure everyone knows it's, it is very fluid. Yeah. Well, we were just um, listening to this medical intuitive uh, talk. Well, yeah, talking. And they were talking about how like doctors success rate of being accurate is like, like if they are very attuned and they're uh-huh. listening in that way, like they're really using themselves is like 80% or something. It's not even a hundred percent, you know, overall. Right, right. So it's like this language that we are speaking so to speak is like it there is some error there's a margin for error there because like you can because it's more subtle also it's like although if you're hearing it sounds like yours is pretty direct well you know sometimes it's not like sometimes Mm -hmm. i'll hear you know won't be a voice it'll be a song Oh, and then I have to, you know, the hardest part for me, I think, because I'm an analytical person and I'm very much a detective mind, which I believe I have been in a past life. I try and piece it together. Mm -hmm. I'm a Virgo, right? Yeah. (laughs) I I piece it together. I'll think, no, stop. Don't try and piece it together. Just share it. Right. Because you don't know. You know, I don't know. It's just for them. Yeah. So I've had, I've had to get used to doing that. Yeah. And I've had to just be like, hey, Mark, here's what I'm hearing on this case. And I, you know, take it or leave it. I don't know. This is going to help, but write this down. Yeah, I do. I I have to say there's a little bit of a tangent, but I do love this idea of like, you know, everybody thinks of police detectives as these very like hard boiled, like gruff, (laughs) cynical people. And I'm sure that line of work engenders that, but also like what better profession to be aware of the value of intuition and, uh, and like not only going on what's in front of you. Absolutely. And honestly, Mark has said over and over again to me, you know, as a retired NYP detective that he, his life was saved because of his intuition. Yeah. And so he relied heavily on it. Um, And there was a point at which when we first met, we worked on a a organized crime, I'll say that case. And it was in New York. And I was, we, I didn't know him very well. So I was kind of nervous. I was like, I don't even know this guy, but okay, I'll help (laughs) on this case. So I'm passing information to him and I'm seeing all these different symbols and all of this stuff. And I had this very urgent message one day mm. and I didn't know what he was doing. It wasn't like we talked very often. We're kind of brother and sister now, but oh. it's been a while, uh, but we didn't talk that much back then. So I just basically said, Hey, I don't know why I'm feeling this urgency, but I'm really, I, 
I feel really nervous for you. Like you have to be very careful mm. today. I don't know what it is that you're doing. Wow. But these are the symbols I'm seeing. This is the information. He said, Kirsten, I'm literally driving out to the place where you believe the remains are oh, in this wow. organized crime case. And, um, and then he called me afterwards and he said, you're not going to believe this. I literally, like you saved my life. He said there was a, there was a particular man there and he had that symbol as a tattoo on him. And he like like scooped down, like he was going to, you know, pull his gun. Yeah. And he gave Mark enough time to show his gun and posture and be, you know, probably a lot of cuss words. (laughs) Um, But it gave him the jump, as he would say, Uh, on the situation. And um, yeah, yeah, the reason why I said yes, um, he he saved his life with his intuition is not because I know him, but just like in general and going back to that medical intuition thing I was listening to they said the same thing for doctors like doctors who use their intuition are just so much more effective and have a higher success rate of being able to diagnose things exactly yeah exactly and I I have a thousand percent found that and I found that my intuition helped me escape abuse you know it helped me climb out and that's the reason I wrote little voices Um, A lot of people will pick it up and read it because of the spirit stories, which is wonderful. I love that. But then what I'm hearing constantly now um, are people who said, I read your book because of the spirit stuff, but oh my God, you helped me understand. Like I left my husband. He was horribly abusive. I didn't realize I was being abused because narcissistic abuse is so different. So it's just, you know, I feel like intuition was what saved me. It's also what I ignored. Yep. And I wanted well, to be really so honest many. about that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so many of us do again to like so many women. And I mean, I talk to women who are um, like having to deal with an abusive ex. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they're like, well, you know, I'll see like, well, you really should do so, like talk to somebody or tell somebody, um, you know, report this, whatever. And this people pleasing that is instilled in women is so strong. It's like, well, I don't want to, you know, upset them or what if I'm wrong or, you know, just all this doubt. And it's like, so then if you're wrong, you're wrong, you know, and I'm not saying it's easy. It is. I mean, it's very hard to challenge these because again, it is, it's not just um, it's cultural. So it's like, we pick up on those messages. We, I mean, obviously we pick up on the messages, but like we feel them in our bodies. It's not just like something we're taught with our brains. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that one of the things, and I even talked about this, I did a TEDx talk um, a few years ago and I talked about the fact that I had a buzzing sensation on my right hip for, it was right after I got out of the relationship, I was seeing a psychologist, a therapist, a psychic, you know, yeah, <laughs> um, a psychic into yeah. you know, I was seeing everybody team. I could see yeah. to try and like get my Good. get myself back because I was kind of unrecognizable. Mm. And it was during that time period that I started to notice right before I escaped the abuse, anytime he would scream at me and anytime I felt fear, there would be this like pulsating buzzing on my right hip. Mm-hmm. The minute I 
I ended up booking uh, an appointment with a psychologist who happened to, I had no idea, but she happened to work a lot with childhood wounds mm. and healing the inner child. Mm. I had this buzzing sensation on my right hip. Like mm -hmm. I hit send, I booked the, th and then, and I thought, is that my inner is this supposed to alert me to the fact that that's little Kirsten? Yeah. And sure enough, I mean, she was one of the ones who helped me heal and really see wow. that, you know, this was a very much an unconscious, subconscious attraction to a very similar man. Yeah. You know? This was, right yeah. hip thing, I feel like is maybe also common because I have a right hip thing. You do? Yeah, oh I do. And I, I don't think, I really don't think it's uncommon. Like I've heard people say that before. Again, I don't know why this is so like female based right now, but I, it is in <laughs> women. I'm, I see that. But I um, love knowing that. Thank you. Oh, yeah. It's um for me, it's not a buzzing. It's, it's like a pain. And oh, it happens wow. when I, um, it's like an eight, like kind of a throbbing pain. And it happens when, and I haven't actually had this in a while, but when I'm too in my head and I start like obsessing or when I feel really hypervigilant, um, yeah, actually I have had it recently. Like if now, if I even start to go down that track, I feel that in my hip. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I've tried, I'm doing like energy healing on it myself to cook. Cause I think it's like this, um, I see it as like this collected energy from mm -hmm. child, like from specifically my mother, like, and whole, and, and my inner child, like holding onto that image of herself. Yes. And going into, yes. That's what it is. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Fun. Thank you for sharing that. And honestly, mm -hmm. um, for me, thank God, the minute I actually did step out fully, like it all stopped. I haven't felt that buzzing wow. sensation since 2017. That's wow. amazing. Yeah. So, you know, for me, people always say, well, how do you know if it's intuition? I'm like, you know, for me personally, I have to pay a lot of attention to my physical body because I think they know uh, and my higher self knows that I need something tangible. You know, yeah. I need a data table. I need yeah. a hit over the right. head. <laughs> well, it is. Someone very... standing in the doorway. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Well, Virgo, I mean, the uh, Virgos are like body centered. It's the yeah. it's an earth sign and it is. So that makes sense. And thank you for that too. Yeah, I don't, um, I have almost no earth stuff happening for me. So <laughs> it's all like, whoo, up, up what's, there. what is your sign and what, Brett, what's your sign as well? Um, I'm an Aquarius sun okay. and I'm a Pisces rising. And that's really the thing I feel the most is my Pisces rising and I'm okay. a Libra moon. So go ahead, Brett. I'm a cancer sun and uh -huh. a Capricorn Sagittarius moon. rising and a Capricorn moon. Oh my gosh. I have, I really got to get on this. I you do. I have to know. <laughs> you may have to send me all your birth info and then I'll, but you can, it's very easy to find out. You just put it in like, I like to use astro chart um, or Channing oh, Nicholas good. has a good one. Actually, hers is really okay. good. Yeah. Thank you, you for that. that. And when you find out, tell me, cause I'm curious. I will. So, I promise. I'm wondering like, um, well, so are they, um, I know that at one point they were going to make a movie of your, or a TV show. 
from your yes book? yeah there's a couple things going on i feel really really lucky um and the kids have, in spirit have said this for a long time they've been like this is going to go to the screen because we need wow. this story out there yeah you know we need this you're not terribly woo woo you know you were a furniture designer and this yeah. happened to you yeah and um so i i'm really grateful there's a docu-series that's being shopped right now called the reluctant medium mm. and it would cover me you know, working with other families, I volunteer a lot with families who have highly intuitive kids too, oh, uh, and great. working on cases and just kind of showing like how intuition ripples out in everyday life. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is why, like, you know, I started this podcast and because I just, there's so much stigma against yes. like, you know, that it's like abnormal when actually it is the most normal thing. Yeah. It's just, it it's, is. I mean, we all have it. It's not. And, and yeah, stigmatizing it just separates you from it and it's your natural. Yes. um, Yeah. It's your birthright. Yeah. I mean, I think all the time about how great it would be or, maybe will be, he says optimistically, when <laughs> we are raising kids to acknowledge and listen to their intuition. And when yes. those kids become adults, I, like it just, it is such a different world to, like a different way of interacting with the world to understand that you have information that is important, that like it's yes. not all fed to you from the outside. And we exactly. do teach our kids that obviously, yeah. but like, I mean, I remember one of our kids met a friend and was like, I don't know why, but I just feel off with them, but I feel bad because they aren't doing anything. And right, we're just like, no... it doesn't matter that yep. you feel that that's it. That's, that's enough. Yeah. yeah. And because truly what's the worst case scenario if you don't, I mean, if you listen to it, okay. So you, and you were wrong, you know? Okay. Right. So you don't have that friend, no big deal. But if you are, if you go against it, there can be a lot that yeah. would go wrong. Yeah. Exactly. And we do the same with our kids as well. And it's really cool because our, our oldest is 25 and our youngest is 21. And she just sent me a text today. She's a musician in LA. Mm. And she said, um, mom, I got my cards out. I got my tarot cards out. And I was looking at blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I did my job. <laughs> I know my kids do not care about tarot cards. I'm like, but we can have so much fun. I know. Right? And that used to scare the crap out of me. All of that, right? When I first yeah. looked at a tarot deck, I was like, this is from the devil because that's what I heard in Ohio. Um, so, yeah, I feel Let's like. Not blame Ohio. Right, right. Well, you know, I'm joking. Yes, I'm joking. <laughs> we can blame Ohio. I'm just kidding. It's the state of Ohio. Yes, it's the state of Ohio. But yeah, I just, I feel the same way. I'm really, I'm really like very grateful for the perspective that my intuitive journey has brought me in life. Like I don't look at death the same way. Wow. Uh, I, I even look what? at you know, hardships differently. Let me ask you this because I don't experience a lot of um, trapped, I would say like okay. ghosts. Yeah. I, I mean, I have before and it was pretty easy to move uh, them along, okay. but do you have any thoughts about that? Like why are those kids Around. Why are they? Yeah. Um, yeah. I have dealt with, and, and I say dealt with, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. I have, um, Sounds negative, with, I but I yeah. Um, those who are already on the other side and those who have not crossed yet. Okay. I have, I have unfortunately dealt with some darker energy that, mm. you know, I don't go into it a lot uh, in the book, but, 
you know, I think that comes with working on cases like I do. Oh. Um, mind, we don't have to keep it in if you don't want to, but no, that's okay. I'm happy, okay. To, happy to talk about it. I think that um, with the children, one, one child in particular, two ch children actually didn't know that they had passed. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That happened. Uh, yeah. I've experienced that with people too. Yeah. It's that, and that's heartbreaking. And I just try and, you know, honey, it's okay. And you're going to see, you know, you're going to see all kinds of people on the other side. Um, and I do have, you, is it easy to move them along just by like asking for their, that's what I do is I just like have their guides yeah. come in. I do that too. Um, but I was, it was funny. I remember having to Google it. I Googled a lot oh, back when I, when I was going through this and I Googled how do you cross, then. I know, right? We could have each other. Yeah. I Googled how do you cross spirit into the light? And okay. you know, I, there was something online that helped me and it had to do with like creating a light that they could see, you uh -huh. know, just kind of in my own mind and saying, okay, it's over here by the door. It's by the window. Um, it got to the point when we lived in Burbank, we're in Phoenix now, but um, yeah. Burbank has a lot of energy, California, LA. And I mean, I would look outside and I would just see a sea of spirit that hadn't crossed over yet. Wow. And it was kind of like, yeah, it was kind of like, wow. it, it got really overwhelming. I'm um, sure. <laughs> so I learned boundaries. Yes. <laughs> um, and I learned one. to say, you know what, only those who are for my highest good you know, are allowed in. And that's kind of how I've been able to manage it. So did it happen easily? Like you show them the light and then they, mm -hmm. yeah, yes. see that's so, the thing about yeah. energy is it works much faster than the physical world. Like you Absolutely. can just with it intention and visual, it's like, boom, it's way faster. It is so, yeah, I found that most of the time it's fairly fast that way. There have been a couple times, especially I, I tend to, um, I tend to channel kids who have been, who've died suddenly, Okay. Uh, unexpectedly, mm. um, who have been murdered, um, suicide, even oh, a lot of, wow. a lot of kids who have taken their own lives. And, oh, um, wow. What's that? I always worry about that. Like, but can, they can still move on too, but they yes. just get a little stuck. Absolutely. And I think some of, some of the time what I have felt and what I've seen happen is that they are scared they're going to go to hell because oh, that was maybe, yeah. you know, something they heard in their lifetime. Yeah. So I just say, you can come back and forth. There is no hell. Like I do a lot of explaining okay. and one particular um, kid who was a teenager, once he crossed over, I said, well, come, come back. You know, once mm. you're over there, like yeah. you're going to see it's, and you're going to get the whole big picture of why you came into <laughs> your life and then just come back and say hi. Aww. And so he did. He came Aww. back and said, thank you. Wow. Yeah. So wow. it was, um, wow. you know, I, I feel really grateful to have those experiences and, you know, it really has changed the way that I look at life and, and, you know, what, what we're here to do. But when they're in the dark, when you experience the darker energy, do you just like have super clear? I wonder if you do it the same way. I, I mean, I have never dealt with like evil ever or like, I, you know, I'm not. Um, I, yeah. you know what? Um, yeah, I've been really scared a couple times. I'm going to be honest with you. Wow. Uh, there were a few cases I worked on that involved demonic, uh, just a, a lot of cult behavior, I guess I should mm. say. Okay. So, um, there were a couple times when that there was an energy that I, you know, I don't know a lot about those energies, yeah. but the, basically I call on everybody I know. I was like, <laughs> Archangel Michael, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Gandhi, um, <laughs> Completely protected, and then I just envision like a wall of light coming out of my hands, 
And I mm-hmm. literally just say, get the F out. Like, okay. Just yeah. get out. And like, it works, not, right? Yeah, like it it's works. not. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's um, pretty badass. <laughs> I'm like, don't mess with me. I'm a carpenter. Yeah. <laughs> I know Jesus. Yeah. Also a carpenter. Yeah, exactly. a carpenter. that's why I said that. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Jesus. Um, okay, we unfortunately should wrap up, but um I'm also just curious. So you always volunteer, it sounds like. Did you ever want to do it for your profession or was that just like not interesting to you you know I was I did it for a little bit but then I just knew that it wasn't that wasn't my path like I think um you know being able to be on a show and talk you know and to kind of show what that is really like is wonderful I know I'm gonna write a couple of couple more books Mm -hmm. there's um there is a book to film project in the works as well Mm. for the for the actual memoir. Wow. So I feel like those types of things are going to actually help me do more of the uh, speaking, consulting, working with families in a way that I can yeah. and working with NILJ, which is the nonprofit that Mark and I started. Yeah. I, I well, just, that's yeah. really amazing that you volunteer like that because it does take up so much energy. It does. And that's been, you know, I've had to I've had to put other things aside. I've had to say to Mark, listen, you know, I'm helping stand up this company, but that means also w- whenever you get a case, I can't work on it all the time because I'm right. helping do the business side. Right. Of things. Right. So I've had to learn boundaries in that. And I think right now I'm the chief marketing officer for a nonprofit here in Arizona uh-huh. um, and we help entrepreneurs. And I think once I'm able to not be the chief marketing officer, <laughs> things <laughs> things will slow down for me and I'll have more time for my intuitive life. Yeah. So just real quick, last thing. So the, um, are you still making furniture? Thank God. No. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, only, I'm only saying that because I had a couple of like, Whoa, almost lost a finger. Um, I built furniture in our garage in Los Angeles from 2006 to 2012 and I got an Amish manufacturer and that's when I was on Shark Tank Um, and I was able to then transition so I had a manufacturer in Colorado I just actually closed that company after 17 years to move on yeah um, and let all of this other good stuff in yeah so much of you know that type of work so yeah you can't do it all it's like there's only so much energy exactly um, well, thank you so much, Kirsten. Is there anything that we didn't address or you want to say? You. Or- Just yeah. thank you for having me on. Yeah. It's such a pleasure to talk to both of you. And I really appreciate like your support and, you know, your kindness. Yeah. And, um, I think the biggest thing that I try and stress when I talk to folks about my story is that we all have intuition, right? Uh, yeah. and we can work it. It's a muscle. Yeah. And, it can literally help save your life. Yeah. Uh, it can help you out of abuse. You know, there, there's just so much, so much there that little Kirsten, you know, who was very scientifically minded would never have thought I was saying that. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, as an adult, yeah. but yeah. I mean, you need both, you know? And yeah. 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 And you can get your book, Little Voices, anywhere you get books, right? Anywhere you get books. It's also on audio. Um, yeah. I, it's through Blackstone Publishing for audio, and I narrated it. So if you want to yeah. hear 
hear Brett me cry through some it. of it. That's a, that is how I listen to it. No, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a good read, which is not always true when an author reads their own work. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it because I listen to it and I kind of like, oh, oh I it's so hard better, to listen you know? to yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I well, didn't, they didn't give me the option to read my book. They, they didn't? They hired somebody. They didn't, they didn't ask. That's they not okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Well, for the next one, right? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Kirsten. Thank you. Thank you both so much. It's such a pleasure. I can't wait to um, keep in touch. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, we hope you enjoyed that interview. Yeah, we know we did. Yeah, we love Kirsten. Um, Okay, so I am going to now... Pick a card, any card, <laughs> for our week or a week and a half, week, two weeks ahead. I'm going to pick from Prairie Majesty Oracle by Kara Simons, art by Amy Putney Koenig. So let's see what's in store for us. <laughs> what do we most need to hear? Okay, I got Breathe, the mm. earthworm. Do I accept myself without judgment? Mm, interesting. Okay. The earthworm, how do you feel about your physical self? Everybody is worthy of receiving and giving unconditional love. There is no one perfect shape, size, color, skill set, or age. In telling us otherwise, modern society imbibes harmful ideas that often pit us against the skin we're in. For earthworms who have no lungs, skin is critical for breathing. Wet soil makes this harder, which is why we usually see them after the rain. Have you experienced any storms lately? When earthworm surfaces, ask what's coming up for air and take a deep breath. During your self-assessment, you might want to ask, how do I feel about the natural changes of my body over time? What is my current relationship to health and well-being? Am I comparing my appearance, abilities, or ways of being to other stages in my life? To those around me, whatever it is, Earthworm encourages you to step out of judgment mode. Without eyes, ears, skeleton, or appendages, he navigates using other senses and abilities. Turn yours on too. No matter your condition in this exact moment, being alive is always a gift, even if when it doesn't feel that way. You're here and you still have choices. Wriggle up and aerate whatever emotional soil you find yourself in. Fill your lungs and circulate oxygen throughout your whole body. What would foster empowerment and gratitude? Breathe it in and send that sensation to all the cells in your body. Well, that is very interesting because um, for two reasons. One, I've been exploring more and more this idea of really embod- like feeling into all of my body. Mm. Like I've noticed that I've, I'm only occupying a small part of my body. Oh, wow. Yeah. What, because that's what the card was saying? Or well, no, that? just that. I mean, I didn't know that. Oh. That's very interesting, but it yeah. also makes sense based on things you've, you know, told yeah. me. Oh, and... Actually, um, I'm going to put in my newsletter, I'm not sure if it's this week or next week, but I have to, for my advanced hypnosis um, class, I have to write a meditation that basically is about, well, okay, <laughs> say hopefully quickly, but like um, one meditation that they had was of imagining yourself in 
being inside a tree, like going from the trunks and like embodying a tree, like letting mm-hmm. your whole energy fill up the whole tree oh, and like wow. feeling the roots and feeling like, yeah, it's so interesting. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah, um, it was. And so I've already been feeling like noticing that. I can take up more space in my skull, which may sound funny, but like noticing all the space in my skull and like how I'm only occupying a really small part of it. Oh, wow. And that when I feel the back of it, I settle more into my body. Wow. That's <laughs> amazing. Why? I don't, well, just because I also have never considered that, but I oh. can feel how true that already is, just like checking in with the way I feel like I'm occupying my body. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's very grounding. Um, so yeah, so I'm gonna write one of the um, exercise, one of the lessons, whatever homework is to write my own meditation like that. Hmm. So I'm gonna do that, and I thought I would do it for my newsletter subscribers. But um, yeah. then the other part of it is, you know, it was my birthday, and I'm getting old, and um, <laughs> and I'm like. I actually, this year was really a year where I was feeling so grateful for being alive because I am, I have less years in this body than I have had, most Mm. likely. And it's okay. We'll be together after he looks sad, but (laughs) we'll be together in our, in our galactic world. (laughs) Um, But it made me, I mean, you know, most of the time that didn't make me feel sad, not because of a depression but because i am a pisces rising who spends a lot of time in the otherworldly <laughs> realms so i'm like oh yeah I'll just be over there yeah, like, but now i'm difference? like oh well this feel like okay i should really like i'm so grateful this time this is the only time i'll be in this particular body yeah. like i know who cares about like how it how i look like some you know the ego will be like oh you know, I wish that was a little, di- uh, that was different or right, whatever. Right. But like truly I was feeling the gratitude of having another year. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that was a real tangent, but it was it. very applicable and I hope it is for other peeps. That's what I have to say. <laughs> um, in conclusion, if you would like to have a session with me or find out anything else that I do, find, sign up for my newsletter. You can read the show notes or go to Natasha Levenger. Dot com or you can go to Substack I think and just look up my name or natashalevenger.substack.com there you go that's what you do okay well thank you so much for listening we appreciate you Dude. we really really do thank you so much and we'll see you next time bye